Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to show 17 of Lessons in Life and Love. How are you? I'm your love coach, Rihanna Milne. Known around the globe as a life and love transformation expert, I am on a mission to change the way the world loves. And I hope you, my listeners, my angels of love and love transformers will help me spread the word on how to have conscious, loving, respectful, and evolved relationships. Tonight's topic is part two of the importance of spirituality in your life. Tonight, I'm going to explain the 13 laws of karma and give you some basic info on the philosophy of the spiritual study from A Course in Miracles. I will teach you the exact skills in these shows to help you attract and keep a fantastic partner, no matter your age, whether you're a man or a woman or straight or LGBT, or if you're single or in an exclusive relationship. It's my goal to help you have the life you desire and the love relationship that you deserve. Do take advantage of getting your personal questions answered during this live radio show tonight by calling me in the next hour at 866-451. 1451. Just have your question or comment ready to give my show engineer when you call. And if you can't wait, you want to meet with me personally, then do apply for a free life and love transformation discovery session just by simply going to my website, rihannamilne.com and tell me your story. And I look forward to helping you this coming week. Remember to listen to all my past podcasts on my website, lessonsinlifeandlove.com to get an education that builds your knowledge in life and love skills. You can now listen on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Music, and many more of your favorite apps. So please leave a rating and a comment and on the website, ask me any questions you want, suggest a show topic, and I'll make sure I get to them for you. If you hear something that you know will benefit a friend or a loved one, please be an angel of love and share the show link and leave a comment and a five-star rating. Thank you, guys. Okay, let's get going. I have so much really good and cool material to share with you tonight. I don't know if I'm going to get through it all. As usual, sometimes I start talking or telling stories, and then I don't cover as much as I would like to. But let's see how much we can get going. Of course, I wanted to kind of tap into my spiritual light and joy that I felt on my vacation over in Bangkok and Bali, talking with many people of the Hindu and Buddhist faith and and what kind and peaceful people that they are. Very amazing. You can really feel their light and patience and kindness wherever you go. It's really a beautiful thing and it's a great thing to witness and a good reminder for me to always try to live in the light and be the best person I can. We're going to go into the 13 laws of karma that I've interpreted from my studies and are written in one of my books, Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose and Success, with my co-author, my daughter, 
Alexi Panos, who wrote from a young person's point of view. This can be found in Barnes & Noble stores, on Amazon, and other online platforms, of course. Here we go. Number one is, as you sow, so shall you reap. This is known as the great law of karma. It basically asks, are you creating negatives in your life by focusing on negativity in others? Start where you are and do something positive to start changing yourself to be a better person. If you are helpless and fearful, do you cause that by the illusions or negatives to what you are attached? This is really important for the clients I work with who come from childhood trauma, dating or relationship trauma, and then they feel stuck and they're afraid to move on. If they had a bad relationship or a bad breakup, or if they had several relationships that were toxic and they hold on to the negativities thinking it's going to happen again and again, and guess what? What you believe you will achieve. It will come to you because that's what you're expecting. It's really clear to change and clear the trauma and the negative mindset that you may have had as an adult that has happened for many years of pain. This is essential to learn the mindset for success. That's exactly what I teach. And those of my clients that are listening to me tonight, I do love when you tune in, but you're going to hear so much of your program that you learned in these concepts tonight. You're going to say, oh my God, yes, this is a whole mindset I have now based in the laws of karma and ACIM, A Course of Miracles. It's really important you learn to let go of your need to control others. Let them be present in your life. Enjoy their essence. Enjoy their presence. Second, you attract what you are, not what you want. So if you want a healthy, evolved partner, develop within yourself the qualities that you envision in a potential mate, and life will bring that person to you. Living in an emotionally healthy and successful way requires your participation. That means you have to be conscious and aware constantly of what you say, what you text, what you write, what you speak. If you want to attract loving people in your life, then be loving. This is called the law of creation, which states that you can create your own situation starting in your mindset with what you think about and in your soul with what you feel about yourself and others. My clients know that they learn to feel that they are the whole package. When they are going out to date, they feel wonderful about themselves. They share their light, their love, their kindness, their friendship. They look at dating as meeting a new friend. And one of those friends will step up and say, hey, I enjoy you. I would really like to have something more real and profound with you. That's what we're talking about. We're sharing your light and your kindness. Number three, what you resist persists for you. What you object to actually reflects who you are on the inside. So do you deny the truth about yourself and in turn create your own pain over and over again? This is the common habitual cycle of those with childhood traumas. They often want to blame their partners. So the law of humility states that you choose your own enemies and give them strength. Is it your false or heightened ego so lost in the dysfunction and illusion, that negativity, that you deny the greatness of who you really are, which is a wonderful spiritual being? Many clients come to me often blaming their partner. They did this, they did that. It's really important that you accept responsibilities for your part in any relationship, both good and bad. And we have to clean up your past and get rid of the past traumas 
and that feeling stuckness, stuck in negativity, stuck in fear, so that you are just really an open channel of love. And it's so much easier to find someone emotionally healthy and enjoy the process because you are feeling great about yourself. Number four, wherever you go, there you are. This law of growth states that if you don't change nothing, nothing is changed. I love that saying. So wherever you go, your problems come with you. It doesn't matter if you move down the block or out of state. Wherever you go, if you have problems or a negative mindset, it's going to come with you. Changes learned slowly will last You can physically move from one place to another, but until you're ready to live in the now in your conscious awareness, your past will always come with you. Until you do learn to become consciously aware, your unconscious then rules you and the unconscious comes from your past wounds, right? So this is why you tend to attract negative people into your life because your unconscious is still ruling you. Do you see the growth and forgiveness it will take to stop recreating those same negatives all over again? This is what we call the same person, different face phenomenal. You keep attracting the same kind of person over and over again. When you have the courage to focus and accept and cultivate change within yourself, life and karma seems to it that negative environments go away all by themselves. So that's really important. Now we're going to go into some of the laws for personal action. Number five of the 13 laws of karma is whenever there is something wrong, there is something wrong within you. So you see, you reflect your surroundings. Therefore, this law of mirrors is regarding personal responsibility. If you are with negative people, then there is negativity within you. My people all know that once we become extremely positive and live in the light, it's really hard to be around negative people. It just like gives us high anxiety and we just release them in love. You can be a friend, but we know that's not an ideal partner. We're looking for people with positivity and peace in their life. If you become emotionally healthy and loving, then you will attract others with these same characteristics. Whenever you get angry, you allow it. This means you have a choice, right? Either to get consumed with anger and resentment or to perceive it in an entirely different way. Because no one makes you do anything. No one makes you get angry. You allow the other person to make you mad. You choose not to let another person affect you in this way. Do you blame others and say it was their fault? Or do you accept your own contribution to the problem and then seek to make a positive change as a team after examining the lessons you've learned about the experience? We always say, what is good for the team? With a partner, you're living for today and your future. So what is the best solution for the team? That's what we're looking at. We're not looking to do blame, looking to brainstorm, think outside of the box, come up with a couple of great ideas from the both of you and examine them with love and move forward with the best experience. Law number six, whatever you do may be very insignificant, but it is very important that you do it. Now, this is called the law of synchronicity, which is about the chain of connection from lowest to the highest. This asks you, do you respect people for their work, no matter what their work is? 
Or do you only accept what the ego craves from your work, seeking only the rewards? Or can you accept also the daily grind that is necessary for those jobs that we still love? The lesson says that you must have discipline and humility and demonstrate these qualities in your character and in the work that you do. In other words, we're all sent here for a reason. We're here to find our purpose and do our God-given gifts and help the world in some way. Well, that's helping human beings, nature, the environment, animals, just giving back in some way. And you have to live your authentic self. As a coach, I hire a business coach to help me with things that I don't yet know or understand, just like people hire me as a life and love coach to learn things they don't know or understand yet. And my coach was phenomenal. But after I was done with my business coach, Facebook Live started to explode. And everyone's on there speaking their messages. And I heard several people say, do Facebook Live, do Facebook Live. And I said, I'm more humble than that. (laughs) I don't want to be on there blasting messages and putting my face out there every day. I am really a writer at heart. I've been writing since a teenager and my emotions come through my written word or my time, which is very focused one-on-one with my clients or with my group of clients, if it's a group setting. And that's where I share my heart and my light and my clients get that. It's really important that your work, that you stick to your own authenticity. And it's funny because I said, well, I don't look at those Facebook live things. I shut them down. I click them off my Facebook page because they bother me. I don't like people advertising on my Facebook page. If they're inviting you to join a summit or a class, that's one different thing because I'm all about education. Sure, an invitation is a beautiful thing. I invite my people to join my podcast or listen to a summit or an interview I might be doing, hoping that they might learn something. But I'm not going to go on there and constantly blast myself because I'm just too humble over the years. My spirituality kind of won't let me. So it's important to do what we need to do to help others but stay in your authentic self while doing it. And to me, I can say you would never go wrong. Don't do something that feels against your character. Share your light and your professional gifts in the way that you feel most comfortable and that works best for everyone. Okay, under laws for personal action and 13 laws of karma, this is number seven. You can't think of two things at the same time. This law of direction and motives speaks of higher spiritual values versus lower human natures. So if you focus on higher values and there's no room for thoughts of anger or selfishness or greed, what do you focus on? If you focus on negativity or other things that keep you self-centered, egotistical thoughts, or you crave material things, I mean, yes, we do enjoy things and the world is abundant and God wants us to be happy and enjoy the fruits of our labor, of course. But if you're wrapped up in the whole egotistical thought and mindset of that, you can't grow spiritually. Each morning, I encourage my clients to connect with their higher power and 
pray for spiritual growth and the ability to have faith-based principles and then give your family and the world the love and attention that they need. Knowing your priorities helps you be mentally free at work to concentrate on your job. The compulsion towards greed only feeds to your lower nature and materialism. In the end, Think about it. When you're facing death, you can't take anything with you except your memories, your spirit, your peace of mind, and your inner light. Nurture those things. This is one reason I do spend time, energy, and invest in travel because I love meeting people from around the world, other cultures. It reminds me of my many blessings. I come home always feeling such gratitude and peace of learning all the lessons. I have such appreciation for the ancient history, the buildings, the temples that were built back in the 1600s that I saw in Bali. Just amazing. And to experience these lovely people made me feel it's time for me to slow down. It's time for me to serve those who seek me out. I will invite that people to work with me as always, but I am not working like I used to 10, 12, 14 hours a day when I was single raising my daughters. But I want them to have a good life. And I was on that path for so long. And it's like, no, now's the time. Just slow down and trust and invite people who would like to work with me. And that's what I'm believing. And number eight, this goes right into that. If you believe something to be true, then sometime in life, you must demonstrate that truth. This law is about what you have learned in life and your willingness to show it. If you don't demonstrate what you know to be right, there will be consequences for you. Ask yourself, are you afraid to grow because it's hard? Do you procrastinate about doing what your intuition tells you is the right thing to do? This law of willingness questions whether you are willing to learn and grow from your lessons of past pain and if you're ready to make the changes needed to become your highest and best evolved spiritual self. Now, every client I have that has experienced childhood dating or relationship trauma all come to me feeling, oh my God, I can't do another relationship that's painful and toxic. I am burnt out. I don't want to keep moving forward in the same direction. This is demonstrating their willingness to open their heart, mind, and soul to learning a new way. And when they do, it's amazing the transformation. I just graduated another student today. Congratulations, Veronica, by the way. Another lovely, lovely client. We get so close by the end. And the transformation that she made is so incredible in 90 days. I'm so proud of her willingness to open her heart and examine characteristics that happened to her from her past influences, her defense systems that occurred because she came from childhood pain. And once you see it, it becomes so clear on the other side of the rainbow. This is why I described the rainbow learning curve. At the beginning, you don't know what you don't know. And you can't change what you don't understand. That is my quote that I use for everything. And you, as you go up the learning curve of this rainbow, you're going to slip. And people say, why do you have to slip? And it's because the unconscious is so strong. And you want to believe what is to be true, which is unconscious thought systems. They're so strong. But as soon as you can see them and you then you can release them and then you learn a better way, 
she was explaining she was with a friend a couple of weeks ago for several days. He used to be very negative and they used to hang out and be kind of judgmental and critical together. And she goes, oh, my God, I couldn't stand being in his presence. It just gave me high anxiety because I'm not that way anymore. And that is a real sign of her incredible transformation. This is what we teach, lifelong transformation. And it's based on these philosophies that I'm sharing with you tonight. When we see it at the end, when she graduated, we went through all her many, many results that she has come into her life and everything that she's learned. And that's where I say there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Because these life skills, you move forward in life forever. You will love in a different way. You will not accept toxic partners. You will be the light and love when you meet somebody. They will be very attracted to you because you're a kind and loving person. It's just a miraculous change. And I feel so blessed to help people through this transition. Okay, now this new category is called the laws of history and results. And this is law number nine. You can't go home again, but you must try. So home refers to the psychological and emotional home of your past. This is what I'm talking about with my clients. We must revisit the past, psychological and emotional upbringing, so we can unblock the trauma, look at it, understand it, forgive it, and become different. Don't let the unconscious hold you recluse to the past. The unconscious tries to recreate the past to fix something in old relationship. That's even your parental relationships. So are you trying to get it right this time to find the emotional value that you thought that you missed? Well, you can't rewrite your past no matter how hard you try. Of course, you can't do that. There's nothing more that you need to go back to once we fix this. You never go back there. If you have fear from an ex, you know that you are feeding into old dreams. Or if you keep trying to go back to the same person and then it's like, I went back three times. That keeps you from being in the present here and now. That keeps you stuck in fear from moving forward. According to this law of be here now, you must try to live in the present or the past will continue to haunt you. That means any old relationships you should not be involved with if you're out there dating. They should be old, done, settled, healed, and you're moving forward. And if you're still hurt, take the time you need and get some coaching and get beyond it because you don't want to date if you're still feeling haunted from your past. Instead of living in the past, you have to understand what lessons you have learned from it and bring that insight into the present in a very positive way. So you won't repeat the painful emotional mistakes you've already endured. It will be very clear. My clients see it very clearly. If somebody's in front of them that is still stuck in their past or their negativity or they're bringing up old partners over and over and over again, that's someone that has not healed from their past and they move on. So there's a lot of different rules when it comes to finding an emotionally healthy partner. But again, a lot of it is based in this philosophy I'm sharing now. Law number 10, the more things change, the more they stay the same. History will repeat itself until you learn the lessons that change your path. Here we go again. This is according to the law of change. Are you doing the same things, making the same choices, and yet expecting different outcomes? This is what those are stuck in childhood and past relationship traumas do. They keep picking the same kind of person and expect different outcomes, but it's not. This is when you know you're really stuck and you really need help to get beyond the past trauma. 
And again, it's unconscious. You know, I am a certified clinical trauma professional. I've done the study of this work, and this is why I specialize in this area. Ask if you keep repeating the past events and problems in new relationships. What are the lessons you must learn to move forward and not feel stuck in a cycle of despair? Now, if these have spurred any questions, definitely give us a call. I will interrupt what I'm teaching at any time to answer your calls. You are always my first priority, my listeners. The phone number to call in is 866-451-1451. And Abraham will get the phone, my engineer, and he will let me know that you're there. Anytime you have a question, you need something more clarified or just like, oh my gosh, I want to comment on this. This has happened to me. And you want to share your story? Please do. It's an open forum. I would love to hear from you. Okay. Law number 11. When you focus on your life, good things happen. This is a law of reward and patience. And this refers to doing a job that highlights from your inner talents and your spiritual being. Joy and peace comes from a sense of doing work that you're supposed to do, right? Work that you love, benefits your family, your community, animals, nature, anything like that. Are you instead focusing on what you don't have? Do you seek flashy materialistic things or people who are shallow and who draw you away from your God-given purpose and values? Do you start your day with thanks and an attitude of gratitude for all the blessings that you do have? Now, my clients know this is the way we all start our day with 15 minutes of meditation. We call it spiritual guided meditation. There's a certain one I have my clients do, which inside they are verbally giving thanks for all the blessings that they do have. That is how they're starting their day. And it starts more peaceful, more loving, more grounded. They don't focus on what they don't have. My clients wake up with their three goals of the day, their meditations of gratitude and asking for what they do want to happen. And they're always living in the now in the near future. Their past is done. They look at past with gratitude from the lessons they've learned. And then they're moving forward. Law 12, what you put in, you get out. This is a law of values and upliftment, which refers to the idea that whatever you contribute will either increase, uplift, or decrease the whole. This is what we call universal oneness. I don't know if many of you know, but I am a universal life minister. I am also Reverend Rihanna. This is the whole concept through the Universal Life Church. And also, I personally attend the Unity Church. If people are looking for a place to find spiritual practice, I was just in the Unity Church Sunday. They were talking about both Hanukkah and Christmas and really the sharing of the life from both holidays. It's spirituality. It's the universal oneness. It is not a religion, so to speak. It doesn't have a name other than spiritual. The rules ask you to consider what you're putting your energy into, as there's very much value in your energy. Are you choosing the right things to devote your time and energy to? If you direct your energy to the good of the world, the universal whole, and your higher purpose, then you will receive the rewards of your time and work. So indeed, 
if you want that loving partner in your life, are you devoting your time to her or to him? Are you really spending that time? Or are you just doing like one day a week? That's not going to cut it. That's not going to build a relationship. Go for what you want and put the energy in there. So I've got so much more value to share with you. I am your host and global love coach, Rihanna Milne, and you are listening to the BBM Global Network. We're going to keep going, talking about the 13 laws of karma. We are bringing you lessons in life and love every Monday night, 6 p.m. on Bold Brave Media Global Network. If this information is resonating with you, please go back to listen to the show archives and lessonsinlifeandlove.com. They're all sitting there, all 16 shows. This is show number 17, and there's so much valuable information there. And if you think someone could really use it, please share it. Okay. Law 13, the law of letting go. You truly don't have something unless you can give it away. So when you can let go of your ego and allow others to be right and have their say, you have even a truer, greater ego because you don't have to prove anything. When you give away money, you prove that you have the power to get more and you're open to space to receive more. The true test of letting go is same in love. You know, the more love you give, the more you will receive. And that's even love and friendship. Remember Richard Bach, Jonathan Livington Siegel. He said, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. So only when you can let it go, can let go of your love. It can be mutually shared and enjoyed. If you have fears and negativities holding you back, then you're leading with that. You're not leading with love and light. The next is the law of unconditional love. We're going to go deeper into this concept. When you give away love, you prove that you also have the power to get more of it in return. This law is one of the most difficult tasks to master because when someone hurts you, usually most humans' first reaction is to get angry, defensive, or find a way to get back at them. These are called toxic relationships, and they often turn their anger and their fear of their partner inward. The abused partners in these relationships become submissive, which drawn, depressed, and they keep trying to change themselves to please their partner. In doing this, they're slowly giving away their own power and their personality, losing their God-given greatness and gifts. My clients learn to recognize what is a toxic relationship, and as soon as they see signs of it, they don't stay. For those that are abused, fear takes them over, and they become stuck. And their self-esteem plummets as they try harder to hold on to the angry partner. Until the victim becomes strong enough to let go of their dysfunctional lover, they'll remain in emotional pain and cannot move forward in life. Only from strength can they let go. This is when you have to thank the partner for the love you once had, learn from the lessons of the suffering and the goodness and forgive the partner. Then space will be created for God to present a new, emotionally healthier love into your life. The universe and your higher power have given you the gift of free will. You have the peace, the drive, and the choice to create greatness in your life. And without a toxic partner telling you what you can and cannot do, letting them go with forgiveness and unconditional love, this returns the power back to you to do the right thing as you release yourself from toxic anger or any held in depression or anxiety. Each one of these very deep and heavy lessons is actually quite simple. They apply to your past, your present, and your future. 
I present these important laws and lessons of karma to encourage you to overcome your fears and any negativity to live fully present in the here and now. So much of this is unconscious from your childhood traumas. And if you have not heard any of my work on the 10 childhood traumas, you can get a free ebook at havetheloveyoudeserve.com. My YouTube channel, which is just Rihanna Milne, has like 70 videos on it because it affects 90% of humans. 90% of people have at least one to three of the childhood traumas, if not more. Every time I talk to a new client, they might think they have two to four. And then we talk and we dive deeper and they're like, wow, yeah, I had that too. And I had that too. So it actually becomes a little bit more and we have to understand all of them to bring them to the surface so we can heal them. And then you can move forward. When you feel fully alive and live in the now, the present, then you can live your future also with purpose and clarity one moment one hour and one day at a time that is a very brief overview of the buddhist lessons of karma and i have loved and read buddhism philosophy since my teens actually i've been into spirituality since 16 years old and i always really loved the eastern philosophy check it out there's many many good books out there on it now here's one of my very favorite studies of spirituality it's called a course in miracles and i discovered this in my young 20s as a matter of fact i belong to a course in miracles group I think my children were about five to six, and every Thursday night I go to the group, and there was about 55 of us. It was an amazing group, and we'd read the lessons and talk about how this has affected our life, or if we bring it into our life, how it could change our life. But when people don't understand what is spirituality versus religion, religion is man-made. It is given a title. It is called Episcopalian, which is how I grew up, Protestant, Catholic. It's given a name. Spirituality is a concept. It is a way of being. It is a way of living 24-7. It's just who we are. We're spiritual beings. And everybody is a spiritual being, right? We're all here for a purpose in this world. In Buddhism, we call it the Earth School. We're here to learn many lessons and to help, again, in some way and give back and learn the lessons we're here to learn. But this Course of Miracles makes it really clear in how to choose, how to live in the moment. I just love it. And my clients really take to it as well. The lessons from A Course of Miracles, which I call ACIM, are also important in understanding growth, change, and healing. And I first heard a tape from Marianne Williamson called On Intimacy. It was a cassette where she talked about what elements a quality relationship had. And it was the first explanation of what I was seeking in a love connection that I thought was completely accurate. I love that tape. And then I went to see her speak. Just a crazy spiritual coincidence. My daughter, Alexi, met her husband, Preston, at A Course of Miracles speech with Marianne Williamson out in LA. She grew up listening to this and kind of took to it herself and decided to go when she moved out to LA and ended up sitting right next to her husband's. Talk about fates, right? And meeting somebody spiritual in a beautiful way. 
After I heard this tape, I wanted to know more about this spiritual study. And it was the beginning of my intense journey into the spiritual world and its many great lessons. This group that I went to in Erie, PA, was very diverse and everyone was invited, but most importantly, everyone was accepted. And the course is based in Christianity, but it does combine psychology, spirituality, and philosophy in its teaching. I would basically describe it as a book on spiritual faith in God. And there's many Jewish people that love this philosophy as well. As a matter of fact, Marianne Williamson grew up Jewish, and she's one of the top speakers on this philosophy. Many people of different religions become spiritual, and this is one of the philosophies they tend to really enjoy. It's written with a very modern, down-to-earth, and easy-to-understand approach. So I'm just going to give you some of the highlights of this program. The goal of ACIM is to achieve atonement or a reuniting with God. It could be considered a course in positive and personal mindset or control. Here's some of the most important concepts to help you through challenges and growth. Number one, your self-esteem flows from your beliefs. You cannot believe you're a loving child of God and still have low self-esteem. It doesn't work. To change your self-esteem, you need to have a high motivation to live in the spiritual way. Self-esteem improves as you release your anger and fears, eliminating also the fears of change. Two, you have two choices in every decision you make to deal with your situation with love or fear. If fear rules you, then you have a faulty belief system. And I also tell my people that comes from the dark side. In yin yang, there's a positive side of light and then there's the side of darkness. So if fear is the dark side, love is from the light. Faulty beliefism arise from painful childhood memories and messages. Fear impedes your ability to receive any spiritual gifts, but this can disappear definitely when your belief system changes. How to accomplish that change is the process of coaching and also learning these spiritual concepts. Remember, you always have a choice for every decision to approach it with either love or fear. Number three, fear gives rise to anger in how you see yourself and how you choose to see others. When your ego controls your life and you don't trust in your higher power, your ego becomes superior and you're going to live a fear-based life. You hurt yourself if you feed the ego and how you experience the world of mirrors, which is your belief and your feelings. So what you see or believe is what you get. And remember, that's one of the karmic laws. So if you feel everyone is out to get you, everyone is negative, there's no good guys left, every woman is crazy, you know, whatever you believe, that's what you're going to get. Evil, pain, problems, arguments, anger, revenge, or jealousy are all experiences you create in a negative mind with a controlling and ego-based belief system. So this is why in my program, the very first thing we teach is the mindset for success in both life and love. And it's all with spiritual concepts. The ego is from our dark side. It's in a constant tug of war with our inner light. When you can tap into your inner light, the spirit along with the answers and miracles will constantly come to you. The separation from God was caused by choosing ego or fear instead of love. And love is represented by God's light, trust, and spirit. So replacing pain with joy requires replacing your ego-based belief with messages from your inner spirit. The power struggle between fear and love choices keeps you in turmoil known as hell on earth. That's what hell is, living in a bad and unhappy way on earth. 
And anger means you're choosing fear, which makes you project your own insecurities onto others. Your perception creates your reality. So if you choose love, you will live in love and peace, which is what we call heaven or heaven on earth. If you choose fear, you will live in your ego world full of fear, anger, power struggles, resentment, and chaos, which is hell on earth. Number four, ACIM presents three core beliefs for you to consider. If you learn these concepts and start using them, your entire life will change for the better. One, your God is loving. It's not vengeful, angry, or punishing. You must trust in the path he presents to you. Do not fear change. Instead, trust in the change as you trust in God. The world is supposed to change. You're not supposed to stay stagnant. Change equals growth. But the question is, are you growing in a positive or a negative way? B, you're a holy, loving child of that loving God, or you're one of God's angels. You're here on this earth to discover your wonderful gifts that you can give and share with others in some form of service. C, all other humans are also children of God. You should treat them accordingly with love, kindness, and respect. This I saw demonstrated so beautifully from every human being in Bali. When they say hello, they bow their head and they put their hands together like a little prayer in acknowledgement of the love that they're extending love to you and feeling your love. And they do that when they greet you and when they say goodbye. Every person at every hotel, every restaurant was doing this. And it's just that acknowledgement that we're all children of God, of loving kindness and respect. That was such a beautiful demonstration of it. I, I really love that. Number five, when you have these core beliefs, three things will happen. First, your enemies will disappear as you'll have a new way to intellectually and spiritually interpret negative people and deeds done against you. Instead, you're going to say they're hurting or they're fearful or they're just going through a hard time. And it kind of is like the negativity just kind of bounces right off you. You don't take anything personal. Second, you'll learn to distinguish between what A Course of Miracle calls love versus a call to love. A call to love is any action other than love that's done against you. Instead of looking negatively at what a person did to you, look at the gift or the reason for them doing it. Did it come from his sense of fear? Can you help him through this fear with love and understanding? If he won't accept help, can you forgive him? Forgiving releases any anger or negativity you may hold inside, and it's very important for you to do it for your own healing and your peace of mind. Third, once you can distinguish between love or a call to love, you will know how to react in a way that will always work for you, creating a very positive result. Six, your feelings are the windows to your beliefs. If you work on your feelings and your thoughts, you can change your faulty beliefs. You're looking for the gifts in that difficult person. They become your teachers. It's an opportunity to learn to be a better, more understanding and loving person yourself. Seven, there's no mistakes in life. Everything happens for a reason. You cannot force change, but be open to the change and the messages of God that and you'll be given the answers that you need. Learn to trust your spiritual intuition. That doesn't mean you should just sit aside and wait for change because God helps those who help themselves, right? But instead, trust in the change process. Do not fear it. Any mistake made along the way is merely a lesson to be learned, one that will make you stronger and more spiritual, emotionally aware, and an intelligent individual. 
Eight, an important Course of Miracles theme is that the world and your fellow man are but a mirror of your perceptions that you create. These perceptions determine how you act and how you act creates your reality. If you're acting with love and light and not fear and darkness and negativity, your whole world changes. Nine, motivation, spiritual faith, and personal positive mind control are the three most critical beliefs in successfully carrying out the messages of A Course of Miracles. It is lifelong learning, and you're put on this earth to learn your lessons. But because we're all human, we're all perfectly imperfect. And I heard and used that word again yesterday when I was with people in the Course of Miracles room. You trust to call on your higher power and the teachings to create a healthier perception of your obstacles, your lessons, and the difficult people you encounter. And when you choose to look at these obstacles with love instead of fear, you learn to live life in peace and trust in a loving God. Ten, this new ability to trust in your higher power will bring more peace peace, love, and a joyful contentment into your life. This is a feeling of living in heaven on earth again. Spiritual people instantly bond. I met a wonderful spiritual young man on my cruise. He goes, oh my God, it's so cool talking to you. Nobody knows this stuff back home. For hours, there was a group of us talking about spiritual concepts by the pool, and it was fabulous. All the energy going around and people wanting to learn more. It was great. The more spiritual you become, the more you will meet the knowing, which is other spiritual people on the path to be better, more content in life. You know, each meeting with another person has some purpose as there are no mistakes in life. So two of the prominent summary lessons from A Course in Miracles are, it shows you the path of growth from pain to joy. You become aware of those faulty parts of your belief system that may block you from living with joy. Your intellectual choices will now evolve in an emotional, spiritual belief system based in love. Whenever you're scared, ask yourself, am I choosing love or am I choosing fear? Because if you're scared, you're in the fear side, you're in the dark side, and you're going to react. When you're living in the light, you're going to make a proactive choice not a reactive choice. You stop, you think, you're in your conscious mindset, and you ask, is it for the good of all? And then if it is, you move forward. That's how we think when we're spiritual, when we're living in the light. Number two, your way of solving problems will become so much easier when you trust that the answers will come. Meditate or pray for the answers. You will always approach each problem in a calm, peaceful, and loving way versus an angry, revengeful, and fear-based way. A quote from the Course in Miracle text says, I'm responsible for what I see. I choose the feelings I experience and decide upon the goal I will achieve. From my perception flows my reality. This is about living a conscious life in the present here and now. It's about being proactive versus reactive in your choices. It's about consciously choosing a love-based action over a fear-based and negative reaction. These are only some of the general lessons of A Course in Miracles that I presented tonight. There's so much more I could teach you. Oh my God, I could do a whole show on it. But you must find a spiritual path and study what does work for you. And this magnificent messages for growth and healing do take time to learn them, whatever your chosen faith, and do your best to practice the concepts 
of your faith daily. There's so many paths to the divine, the universe or God and to your inner light. There are no mistakes. There's only lessons and everything happens for a reason. Trust in the path. And when you choose love instead of fear, a type of self-assurance in doing things the positive way or what they say God's way, not your way, will prevail. Shine your inner light to the world and show it to the people so they will feel the power of its energy. As one of God's angels, it's up to you to spread the light in any way that you can. The more light and love you share, the more you will have and the more you will receive. And when you focus on your inner light, you'll be amazed at all the miracles that happen for you in life. You will have peace as you intuitively know the answers to all of your questions. Share your inner light with all who you meet. Wake up with a prayer thanking God for all your blessings for all you have. And then ask God to lead you as you strive to reach each goal and dream that day and in your life that will ultimately fulfill your life's higher purpose. This is the way he meant it to be. There's so much more to share. That is from my spirituality chapter in Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose and Success. So I hope you got some deep meaning out of that today. And as you know, I do like to end each lesson in life and love with a profound lesson. And this one is from Daily Affirmations from Roquel Lerner. It's for adult children of alcoholics or any children of trauma. And it says, at this season, I give with ease and joy. At this time of the year, I am very aware of my desire to give. I feel stimulated by the customs and activities that are so much a part of this season. The festivities the fellowship, warm greetings of joy and goodwill. At this season, I will give with joy for my expanded inner knowing. I will select my gifts not to impress, but to carry my love to those who are special. Tradition has set aside the days of Hanukkah and Christmas for the demonstration of love through giving. I will remember that material things alone are not the only gifts that express my love. Demonstration of kindness and acknowledgement of the divine presence in all those around me are perhaps the greatest gifts of all. And I thought that was really profound in what we spoke about tonight. I wish you all very happy Hanukkah. We're in the process of Hanukkah now and a very blessed Christmas season. Next week, we are going to go into the secrets of the five D's. It's a lesson my father taught me when I was young, and they are desire, determination, dedication, devotion, and dare to dream. We will talk about achieving your dreams with a goal setting system in place, starting to prepare you for New Year's, which is a very profound time in my clients and my own life. We do a lot of introspection around New Year's Eve. So that will be the first lesson to get you going on that. So everyone, we are wrapping up our show. That is all the time we have today, my love angels and transformers. And I thank you for tuning in tonight. And I hope you are able to join me next Monday at 6 p.m. And please tell your friends who you love and care about to join us next week too and I do appreciate you sharing the love and helping me change the way the world loves please take a moment to give me a five star rating on the platform of your choice and post a comment on what you like and what you would like to learn about in an upcoming episode of Lessons in Life and Love with me Coach Rihanna Milne on my page at LessonsInLifeAndLove.com or at BoldBraveMedia.com remember 
there's a new show released every Friday. So you're hearing the live show Monday night, and this will be edited in podcast format and released on Fridays. You can send me your questions at the Lesson in Life and Love show at gmail.com and reach out for free life and love transformation discovery session during the week at rihannamilne.com. Okay, Transformers, be sure to join me next week on boldbraveglobalnetwork.com. And as always, I am here to help you have the life you desire and the love that you deserve. God bless and have a fabulous week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.